find ways to incorporate your values into those cadences and then also into your artifacts. So if you have corporate artifacts that you put out, like your website yeah. or other documents or things that you that you do that have an impact on the culture, leverage your values in those conversations as well. Hey, Sean, welcome to the Get In The Mode podcast. Thank you, David. Thanks for having me. Sean, um, I know we met at the peer group. Your talk was amazing, so I enjoyed it. So I thought I'll invite you. For the benefit of our listeners and viewers, can you give us an introduction of yourself? Yeah, so I, I'm a professor at the University of Rochester, adjunct professor. I teach being a culture of innovation, which really came out of my almost 30 years of developing software products for a living. I've got a company with some partners called ITX, and we have a couple hundred employees. We build custom software products for other firms. So if you think about it, we have customers who hire us, build software products. Every one of them is unique, bespoke. So it requires a lot of creativity, it requires a lot of innovation. And that's basically what I go around speaking to leaders about, is how to create a culture that fosters innovation. Maybe talk a little bit about how can leaders develop culture? Like where, let's say we want to define the organization culture, like what are some good exercises or where does one begin? Let's start there. Let's start with where one begins. Every group of two or more people has a culture. So we have to acknowledge that. So there's a culture, yeah. it exists. You know, even if you're starting from scratch, you have a culture. It exists in the way that you share language. It exists in the way, in the stories that you tell and the mantras that you have, and that's how you start. So if you want to grow a company or an organization purposefully, with one of the things you have to work on is culture. And you're doing this whether you realize it or not, because every culture has the exact culture that it needs to produce the results it's getting today. If you want different results, then you look at the culture and you change it. But I think it's a misnomer to think that you can control your culture. You can't. Mm. You can't. And the bigger you get, the harder it becomes to have any influence over it. The only thing you can do as a leader is influence the culture. And you have that because all eyes are on you, the, the higher up in the org you are, the eyes are on you. You model the behaviors, you model the language, you model the mantras, you model the things that become copied, hopefully, and that are positive, and you amplify them. So it's your job to influence the culture and to recognize that you can't control it. I mean, are they like organization values that, you know, how some companies have them sort of like plastered around the walls of the company? Like, do you recommend creating sort of like a document like that, that can be socialized within the organization? How do you sort of like quantify it? Like, how do you make it tangible? So the great question, and I think you absolutely should define your corporate values. I believe in the, the rule of fives. My partners are, and I have come up with five key values that we think are important. I think I believe that if you feel they're important, you do a bunch of things with these values. The first thing you do is you onboard people to them. So when you hire new people, they have some training that you put them through. So they see what yeah. you mean when you say this word. You take the time to define each value very clearly. So maybe one page definition with examples of what you mean when you say that value so that there's a clear expectation set. You model those values yourself as the leader. You build it into your performance management system. So if you've got a, a way in which you're assessing 
the values and the performance of your people, you incorporate it into that. And we've done that very successfully in the past. And then you build it into your recognition systems. So if you have a praise system or a, some sort of recognition system, it's based values can get tagged in there. The more pervasive it is, and also in your cadences. So you have, you know, every business has a set of cadences. You have stand-ups, daily, weekly, monthly. You have all staff meetings, all of those things. Find ways to incorporate your values into those cadences and then also into your artifacts. So if you have corporate artifacts that you put out, like your website or other documents or things that you that you do that have an impact on the culture, leverage your values in those conversations as well and in those artifacts. And the more of that that you do, the more solidified those things become. They become tools. Like the values are only useful if if they can be used to make decisions in the wild when you're not in the room as the leader. That's right. when they're useful. Mm-hmm. So in order to make them useful, you have to demonstrate that you care about them. You have to model that behavior and you have to put systems in place that sort of replicate the storytelling and give people the opportunities to actually use the values. Awesome. Well, Sean, I really enjoyed this conversation. Hope to have you again. So thanks for uh, being on the Get in the Mode podcast. No worries. Thank you, David. Appreciate you. Before we kind of wrap up, maybe we'll, if you want to kind of say, where can folks find you? You know, I know you mentioned Medium, but if there are other ways to reach you. I'm also Sean Flaherty, ITX on LinkedIn. You can find me there. If you want any information or have any questions about any of the stuff that I'm working on, I'm always open, eager to share. So thanks, Sean. Thank you, David.